everybody. Bonnie Bonadeo here with Beauty Inside and Out Radio on Voice America. And I'm at live at the Women's Conference, California Women's Conference in Long Beach, California. And who do I run into but one of my wonderful industry friends, Wynn Claybaugh. He is the dean and co-founder of Paul Mitchell, the schools, and of course, author of Be Nice or Else. So I am so excited to be able to have you here, first of all, and for us to be able to make this connection and, and talk about women's issues. Now, First, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Bonnie. Yeah. You and I go way, way back. Way, way back. Back when I had hair. And you made me cry. The first time I met That's you, you job. made me cry. It is. It is. It, it is good, his huh? job to be able to make him cry. But <laughs> Wynn's been an inspirational speaker uh, for many years. It's, that's how I originally met you. Mm-hmm. Then you got involved in building of the beauty school arena um, with Paul Mitchell. And, of course, that's been a phenomenal success. Um, you guys are producing some amazing beauty professionals. Thank you. In the industry. So we really appreciate that. Um, But more importantly, you're a dad. Thank you for bringing that up at the very beginning. Yes, I have a five-year-old daughter. Um, By the way, I'm her room parent. They call me room mom. It's it's me and 60 other moms. There's only one dad in the whole school that's a... That's a, a, a room parent, and I love that role. It's a oh, full-time job. It is a full-time job, uh, yeah, yeah. So tell us what you're doing here at the Women's Conference. Well, I'm good friends with Michelle Patterson, and uh, obviously in the beauty industry, 80% of our industry is women. Mm-hmm. So for anybody, not just in the beauty industry, but especially in the beauty industry, if you aren't aware of women's issues and the needs of women and how to create a healthy culture where women, where everybody can thrive, but primarily focus on women, then you're not going to be in the game for mm-hmm. very long. No, no. And and it's amazing because even though 80% of the women are in the beauty industry, there's still this dynamic of being able to support the success of women entrepreneurs, women in business. And that's what a lot of the issues we're talking about here at the Women's Conference right. is strategy, inspiration, um, success building ideas. Uh, and, and I think just more importantly, the, the connection of women together. But we've had so many men that we've interviewed over the last day and a half here already. Um, and it's exciting to see the compassion and the support from men. So you're going to be on the stage here shortly in just a few minutes. And what's your topic going to be about? Uh, how to create a healthy culture. Oh, I love that. Leadership. And, and by the way, everybody's a leader because leader is Everybody. about influence. Mm-hmm. All of us have influence. Leadership is not a title. Uh, people think, well, I'm not the boss, so I don't have influence here, and that's that's not true. No. Um, I, it's, it's, it's real, real simple. People have basic human needs. One is to feel safe. Number two is to feel like they belong. And number three is to feel like they're making a difference, that they have a purpose. You can work in a pizza parlor and still feel like you're safe, that you belong, and that you have a purpose, that you're making yeah. a difference. And it doesn't matter what you're selling. doesn't matter what the, the environment is like uh, for, the, for the work environment. Um, everybody has those basic human needs. And those same basic principles that you just talked about are also really good parenting principles, aren't well, they? Well, yes. <laughs> Especially when you have a five-year-old little yeah. girl. Uh, I'm going to be 70 when she graduates from high school. And so, yeah, I'm having to learn a lot, a lot of stuff as well as stay fit and have a lot of energy. Yeah, absolutely. So I love the idea that, because, you know, I used to see you on the road all the time. And then, of course, you still do your master's program. I do. Um, and then being a dean and co-founder of more than 100 schools across Correct. the nation. Yes. Um, is that's a huge job, but your, your, your main job when we spoke a little earlier was stay home to be the room monitor and the room dad. And well, when she was born, that's when I got off the road. Mm -hmm. I I moved my office to my home so that I can be there full time with her. Yeah. I had no idea it was going to do this to me. Best, best thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I had no idea. And it's such a struggle for women to still 
want to say that's the role they want to play, you know, to be able to give up the career, to be able to sidebar the career, like all of those issues when we become a parent are frightening for us to think about because we've worked so hard to get to a certain place. And then all of a sudden we feel like, how do we, how do we step back? How do we start all over? And then we're in that total contradiction of, I want to be the parent. I want to be the mom, the dad, but I still want to have this career and I still need to provide. Is really I, I always ask to. that question because I interview people all the time and I always ask successful women, can you have it all? And oftentimes the answer is yes, but maybe not all at the same time. Mm, that's so, a good answer. Which is a really good answer. Yeah. And, and you see women who, well, they, they sign up for my school. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're 40 or 50 years old and I've always wanted to be a hairdresser, but I, I had a school. career, I had to raise yeah. my kids and now I get to pursue my dream, my yeah. dream. So. Yeah. Um, but, but again, the message to go out to business owners and leaders to create a culture that, that supports that and allows that. We say that we support uh, moms and parents, but we're upset that she wants to get off work at three o'clock to go pick up her kid from school. That doesn't really work. Or that, you know, maybe a six week in a general corporate environment for, yeah. you know, maternity is, is not enough. Yeah. You know, how do you make all those compromises type of thing? But listen, you know, we, we don't have the world without being parents and raising children. Mm-hmm. So it is a part of it. And I love the idea when you talk about the leadership culture, because I always say that culture will eat strategy for lunch every single day. Oh, it absolutely will. Because people want to belong to something mm-hmm. that makes them feel good about themselves. Yeah. You know, there's that, the joke, the guy's given a tour of his facility and the person asks him, so how many people work here? And he responded, oh, about half. <laughs> and the reason why that can happen is people aren't engaged. They're, yes. they're engaged with yeah. their time. Why? Because they need a paycheck, but right. they're not engaged with their hearts, which means we're not getting the best performance out of people. No, absolutely not. So there's this, there's this part of it right, where I ask people when I do leadership programs as well, you know, can one person change the culture in an organization for the better. Absolutely. And, and people will kind of shake their head. They'll be, sometimes they'll be hesitant. And then I'll say, can one person change the culture for the worst? And everybody then raises their hand. So if one person can change it bad, one person can change it for good. Absolutely. Yeah. And by the way, it could be that brand new person mm-hmm. who's only worked there for a month. They're being paid less than anybody else, but they show up with creativity, with energy, with passion, with teamwork. And to me, that's leadership. That's leadership. Leadership is not the big guy in the big office. No. No, and you're right. Everybody has to play a role in leadership because everybody's responsible for the culture at the end of the day in any organization. Absolutely. Because when there's gossiping happening in the lunchroom at a company, at an organization, I doubt that the boss is back there, but employees are back there. Mm-hmm. And if there's gossip happening, we just talked about feeling safe. People don't feel safe if there's gossip. Right. I love the video that they shared yesterday um, morning um, from the uh, Sisterhood group. It was beautiful. That was an amazing video. And, and in this particular video, they were speaking things like, I've been jealous of other women. I, uh, I have talked bad behind another woman. Uh, you know, I've said something nice to her face and talked bad behind her back. And they were admitting this confirmation. And, you know, the, it, it's really the truth. It's sometimes a struggle for women to be able to really have each other's back and support each other in this, in this you know, in life. I mean, a friend is a friend. But then all of a sudden, it seems like when we get into the business, there's this different hat we wear that we feel as though we can't be as connected or as compassionate with another woman. Well, I think our our society uh, pits women against each other. Yeah. Real housewives. 
Oh, thank you. You know, who wore it best? Thank you. You know, this woman against that woman. They're, they're not putting men in suits who wore it best. But oh, that's so true. You're so right. So we need to move away from that type mm-hmm. of uh, entertainment, so-called entertainment. Right. Yeah, that's true. There is a lot of reality that, that does pit women against each other. Mm-hmm. And we think it's okay. And it's not. Yeah. It's not okay. All right. So tell us about Be Nice or Else here, because this is this has been one. This has been an amazing book for the beauty industry. Um, I know you wrote it many years ago, mm-hmm. but it has never stopped being relevant to, uh, I think, not only the beauty industry, but just corporate structure, any business at all. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's uh, divided into different sections. The first part of the book is to undo those myths about being nice. People think if you're nice, that means you're weak. Mm, and you're a doormat. So, exactly. You're mm-hmm. a doormat. And you, know, you, can, you can have an opinion and tell people when they've wronged you, but still be nice about it. You can mm-hmm. fire someone and still be nice about it. So undo those myths, then get into being nice to yourself can't be nice out there if you're not nice to yourself yeah love comes there's from there's a chapter within. on uh, being nice at home being nice in the community there's two chapters dedicated to the work environment creating that healthy culture oh that's great and I always I always say in leadership it's like you have to learn to be effective and be liked because I don't care at the end of the day as a human being, we still want to be liked we desire to be liked mm-hmm. and I don't know anybody that wants to show up to work with a crew or a team of people that hate them right and still want to do a good job. Right. Yeah. So tell us how we can find this book. Um, it's on every Anywhere. channel from Amazon to, to you name it. But Amazon, it's also my it. website, winclaybaugh.com. Perfect. Good. Yeah. All right. So, Win, thank you so Thanks, much Bonnie. for being here. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. I know you're going to rock it on that stage. So I'm looking forward uh, to I'm it. looking forward what, to what, seeing what you on that stage. Are you going to make me cry again? Are you going to make me cry again? Sweetheart, you know I'm going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, and really, honestly, congratulations on all that you've accomplished in all the years that we've been together. I mean, this really has been an amazing journey for you, and you are such a contribution to beauty, but not just beauty, but to women and other corporate America as well. Thank you. Thanks, Bonnie.